Calling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hey guys. Oh my god, I hope you can hear me. I am without earphones because mine for some reason broke. And I've had this problem with Amazon for some reason where you know, I, I order something and I'm like, wait, I didn't get that. And I look at my order details, like delivered to residents, but it wasn't. And I checked on ring.com, nothing. And that's happened with two things now. So I don't think there's some fishy stuff going on. So I hope you can hear me. Anyway, we've got my boy, Eric. Hello, my love. And we got Kim Voigt. Hello, my other love. Well, hello and hello, everybody, Eric says. So, Kim, tell us how he pranked you. Well, you had just released a video, an old one, on pranking, and I don't think I saw that. So I was watching it this afternoon, turned it off, and um, got to things a little late today. I thought I'd make my bed this afternoon, and I'm making it, and I have the pillow sitting in the middle of the bed. Next thing I know, I hear a noise, and there's a pillow laying on the floor. And I just said, Eric, I know that's you, and got goosebumps, and uh, you can almost hear him laughing. It's, like, so subtle. If my hearing was just a little more finely tuned, I know I would have heard it out loud. I don't think he's So, yeah, he's around. I don't think he's, well, rarely did he make his bed. And I waited until the afternoon to make my bed, because otherwise I would not make it, because who cares? I'm going to get in there later. But when my husband comes mm-hmm. home, you know, I got you know, my bedmate. So anyway, when he goes places like on vacation, you know, business, it's like I ain't making this bed. So there we go. Now you know another dark secret about Elisa Nedhuk. But that's funny. Eric says, he "Mom, you're like such me. a rebel." <laughs> I am just, you know, just, uh, just, just testing my boundaries, skirting outside yeah, the yeah. Okay, so today we are going to talk about unexpected um, uh, abundance and how we can manifest it in in our life, how we can facilitate that manifestation. And, you know, I want to talk about that. And and, and when I say abundance, I mean abundance in anything, love, happiness, wealth, uh, possessions, relationships, uh, you know, career success. There's so many types of abundance and scarcity is an illusion. There's infinite abundance out there. It just, it has to, you have to have a perspective of, yeah, I already have it. But anyway, go ahead and, and Kim and Eric, why don't you talk about what you mean by attending unexpected uh, abundance? It seems like if it's unexpected, it will be easier to come because expectation is such a dense energy. It's hard to like, you know, chisel through. Mm-hmm, right. Well, so what he was, what he's saying is, this is a way to start practicing this in a really easy way that doesn't matter, that just doesn't even matter. So he's talking about it's those situations where maybe you're given something little, or you're appreciating the beauty in nature, or whenever you're in that state of gratitude, you put yourself position yourself in a state of flow and alignment. So some of the steps, you know, he's saying that you'd want to take is to set your intention to what it is you want or are desiring and imagining it and feeling it 
without any attachment to the end result. He said, you just kind of want to go, oh, I wonder, wouldn't it be fun if I had this thing or if I found one of these? And just kind of look at it with a sense of wonderment. And he said, you know, then we all, yeah, wonderment, if that's even a word. I'm not sure if it is. But he says, oh, it is. Okay. He says, you know, and then we all know to ask for our next step and to follow it. And to start practicing, like I was saying, with those things that don't really matter. And he says, so once once you do that, he says another really good practical step to take is to start decluttering, whether it's your house or your I mind. love that. Yeah. Love and it. so he says, because what you're actually doing when you do this is you are putting out notice or a symbol to the universe that you are open to receiving. So, you know, say you've accumulated things you don't need over the years. He said just the simple act of going through them. Some people, you know, if, if you actually, if you do need the abundance, he said you may want to sell these items and receive some abundance yourself or donate them to charity. But he says when you're donating something, he says, or giving something away, he said it is important that we watch our intention. Because if I'm giving something away, just freely to give it away, no strings attached, Mm -hmm. that does keep you in the energetic flow. But Ah. if I am giving you something because I want something in return so that you owe me something, he said you just broke that flow. Well, what about if you want want to... It, it write something off, a charitable, you know, donation. He said that does put you in the flow. He said you're you're giving, you know, you're giving, and that puts absolutely puts you in flow. He said the only time he said to really concern yourself is that you don't want to be the person who's always giving, 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 and never allowing yourself to receive. You know, yeah. to say you make a cash you help somebody out with some cash someday and they say, well, when I get back on my feet, I'll pay you back. And, you know, maybe it is. You do, you're just feeling generous and you do want to say, no, this is just a gift. Don't worry. But if you don't allow yourself to receive, then the energy, um, what you do, if you're always giving, you're, you actually put it out to the universe that um, I don't want or need anything. So that's what the universe brings oh. you nothing. So you do have to kind of watch that you're keeping the energy flow um, even because you just don't want to get yourself in that position. Well, thank you. Like, hey, I don't need any, any, anything from you, my sister or my nephew, but I need it from someplace else. Can't you qualify mm-hmm. that? Okay, I want to give you yes. this unconditionally out of love, but my heart is open to, you know, anything else. And he says that often does happen. Um, he just reminded me of something, Jay's talking to him, too. Um, you know, sometimes even a kind act. I once um, helped a gentleman who, um, gosh, he got into this situation. Well, actually, he was a young teen, and he had very long hair. And he got into a situation, I mean, this is icky, where uh, there was headlights. And he needed yeah. somebody to help him with them. So 
I, I, I helped it with him. And he didn't have any way to repay me for the supplies or anything. And I just said, that's okay. Hey, well, well years later, I had a friend, who, and this, this, this young man was Native American. This is interesting, too. Which one? So years later, I had a friend who needed a lawyer and had no money to pay for it, an acquaintance. Well, right. we were able to find someone to help him stepped forward and offered to, um, oh, what's it called, where you don't take any money, offered to give away his fee. He wasn't yeah. going to charge him for free, pro right. bono. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and so that was the universe repaying me in another way through another Native American. I helped this gentleman when he was down and needed help, and the universe repaid me with this use of this lawyer for somebody who needed one that I was trying to help. Yeah, but you know, what I was you, willing to pay. Yeah, but what mm-hmm. did you get, except, of course, the wonderful satisfaction of, uh, you know, you get in your heart a, a fulfillment from helping other people. But is, is that, when when you say receive, you have to be open to receiving, is that, is it okay to just say, well, the thing that I want to receive is just the happiness in helping others? Or do you have to actually receive something personal, personally for you? You can let you can let your happiness and that be it some of the time, but you do want to take those offers that other people give you to help you. Yeah, that because most most of what I thing. get, most of what I get, quote unquote, paid in is the satisfaction of helping others. Um, and you know, people say, "Well, you're not." doing enough for yourself or not receiving enough for yourself you're giving 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 but i mean there there is an energy flow isn't there to like giving to others oh yeah connection that they are being helped in some way oh yes exactly there is and eric is saying um and in addition to helping others you know by the learning with the channeling eric look at all the mediums you're helping and look at all the help with the spiritual growth you've gotten for you and your family. So that is a very even exchange. But That's if, true. you know, say say you just um, did things for us and advertised for us and took nothing for yourself, that would be that would be one of the things where the universe says, okay, she wants nothing. We give her nothing. You know, uh, so you do have to keep it even. Yeah, and so we had... Um, you know, and I was talking to Eric about this. This this summer was so unique for us and my family, um, where I actually, because I resigned from my, my nine-to-five job, and I've actually mm-hmm. had time to really sit back and smell the roses, so to speak, and just really experience gratitude for things. And we had the strangest things happening where, I, I'm a garage sailor, and this is a subject for another day. You do want to watch what you bring into your home. But um, I had decided to do some just redecorating in the home and repainting, did four rooms. And, and I would think, oh, it would be fun if I found a picture that tied these two colors I want to use in here together, and I'd find a painting the next day. And I found wow. thing after thing after thing. Just this last weekend, we went to two stores looking for our, well, the rotisserie broke on our grill, the box cart that makes it go around. We couldn't find one. So we're driving along, and we see a garage sale, which is unusual on Sunday. 
There we go. Yeah. One still in the box, brand new. <laughs> it's just the strangest yeah. thing. It's just like we just put ourselves in alignment, and it's almost as if there things you know. find us. But the roommates, so all, you know, that's. Yeah, the four mm-hmm. roommates, Eric, you talk about has to be completely in alignment. Your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body, and your physical body. And it, there has to be self-love. If you have, you know, are, are wallowing in self-loathing, it's very difficult to manifest anything. Well, that's it because you block yourself and you can't hear those little hints. I was yeah, just so blocked last it. week. And like, Finally, yeah. I'm better at clear. Yeah. But it's like you're saying to the universe, I don't deserve anything. So what is the biggest mistake people make when they're trying to attain unexpected abundance? They don't – here's what Eric's saying. They don't hold the vision long enough. He's saying it's impatient um, a lot of times where mm. they'll ask for one thing, and a week or two later, they don't have it yet. And so then they are like, okay, that didn't work. Move on to something else. And they shift their focus and attention. Or they try too hard in controlling what comes to them. Okay, you know, so, so what? say you want this item and it's got to be so many inches this way and that way and it's got to be this color yeah. and have this thing and that thing. He said, that's a lot harder for spirit to help you manifest than if you just said, spirit, bring me this item, you know, openly without all these little descriptions of what exactly it has to look like. Do you have to have spirit help you or can the universe just? Well, I kind of use the word spirit and the universe interchangeably. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah, it's just where you're kind of in alignment with with the universal flow, and when you're in the universal flow, you're in touch with your spiritual nature, and it's your spiritual nature that will guide you to be in the right place at the right time. All right, so what is the real difference between unexpected abundance and expected abundance? I mean, you know, I guess... Unexpected abundance, you're not going to be putting this, okay, I want this size of this car and this, you know, this kind of, but what do you mean by unexpected? Give me an example of unexpected abundance, Eric, please. Well, when, so when those things just come to you that you need or you want, you're just given them or you're in the right place at the right time and you get a huge deal or, or those kinds of things. Somebody gives you a gift, um, it's those kind of little things. He said when you see them and recognize them and start giving gratitude and seeing what what you're doing. He's also talking about because when um, when you're in that giving place, it's kind of shifting gears, but he's saying when you're in that giving place and, you know, maybe you're giving to a charity. And he said so what what it is is you're perceiving it as, you're giving this from a place of gratitude and you're grateful that you have these funds to give and to share and to do things with that you love. With seeing what you have with gratitude and just being open to receiving like one little thing. You receive one little thing, you see how that works, you're grateful for it, and then he said the next thing will come. He just says start little with those things you aren't expecting at all. You know, 
or it could be something as simple as maybe a friend or a neighbor brings you out to lunch. You know, right. those kind yeah. of things. Those are abundance. And, and, so and you view it start, with wonderment. If you view it with wonderment, that's kind of the same as maybe it's closely tied to uh, gratitude. Right, right. It is. It is. They're, they kind of go hand in hand. Wonderment is where you're just kind of, wow, that was easy. That the yeah. way that came to me, or the way I landed that perfect job, I would have, I would have never known about that job if I didn't run into that person at the store yesterday. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, why is it or important to alignment? Yeah. Why is it so important to attain unexpected abundance? You know, the usual law of attraction. Let me think about this for seventeen seconds. Blah blah. blah align my my all the four roommates like eric says what is special about attaining unexpected abundance what does that do for us and our soul and our soul growth etc okay so what he he says because it it shows us to start looking and recognizing the things that we are getting that we kind of maybe paid no attention to before and giving them energy and giving them thanks and giving them gratitude and recognizing that this was a gift or the universe provided you with this, with, with those ideal circumstances. Cause what he's saying is everybody's getting those things, but a lot of people are missing them so that they're yeah. not building on them. So if you start seeing them and recognizing them and building on them, he said it's almost like a practice for bigger things to come. Where I see. see, oh, I was just thinking about that item or that friend, and here they are. They just showed up, you know. And right. so once you get that started, it just kind of gets you in the right flow, and it just gets the the practice started is what he's basically saying. Okay, interesting. So um, I think one of the biggest things inside impatience uh, as far as the obstacle mm-hmm. to manifesting abundance would probably be self-loathing. So uh, what can you do? With, well, you don't have to completely loathe yourself, but what can you do? What's the first step you can do to try to love yourself unconditionally? What is there a mantra, a thought? I'm part of the collective. I, you know, I'm part of stars. So what, what can you tell us, Eric? Well, he says, a lot of it, people do not feel worthy. And they don't I have know. a strong sense of self-love for themselves. They don't feel worthy. But what he's saying is abundance is our divine inheritance. It's everybody's right on this planet to have abundance and have our needs provided for us. Right. And... He says there have been many, um, oh gosh, so many, so much false information put out throughout the ages about money, you know, um, that money turns people, you know, turns people greedy, which it doesn't sometimes. Or there was a, uh, what was the religion? Um, There was kind of a religious belief that if if you had money and affluence, um, that 
it's harder to get into the kingdom of heaven, I think is what they used to say, something to that effect. That it was more holy to suffer and not have money and that kind of thing. That's what people used to believe. So he said sometimes those old, old family beliefs come into play. And he said you even have still people, mostly who were raised by people who actually went through the Depression, and they actually have this mindset that things are going to run out any day now. And so yeah. some people will hoard and that type of thing. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so... Uh, so, yeah, it's about okay. knowing you're worthy. Sorry. Go yes, ahead. absolutely. All right, I think that maybe we are ready to take callers. Are you ready, Eric? He says, I sure am. Of course you are. You're always ready, boy. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see here. Let me find who is first here. Let's take uh, somebody from the, um, let me scroll up to the top, 438 area code. Hey there, how are you doing? Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? No. Hi, Elise, darling. Hey, so what is your first name and where are you calling from? It's Diane in Long Island. Long Island. What you got for us, girl? What you got for Eric? Oh, I was thinking, uh, what does he see in my life right now? I'm a single mom. I just abandoned my family and because I got tired of being sad. So uh, I left them, and now I'm, I'm a little more happy. I'm going back well, to school so I can go to work. Okay, what do you mean by left your family? What family did you leave? Your parents, your siblings? My siblings, and I live in Canada, and they live in the States. So uh, okay. there's not a lot of, it's too difficult to communicate. Uh, I can't, uh, like, uh, do a routine and ask them to call me sometimes. They don't, they're too busy or it's just that they ignore me a lot. Oh, so you feel neglected by certain members of the family. And that's why you, yes. hell no, toxic relationship, not going to do it. All right, so what's your question for Eric then? What does he see in my life right now? Oh, yeah. My life okay. purpose. Um, I'm, oh, life purpose. Okay. So um, he's saying you're, you're getting in alignment here, um, that you in this lifetime are to find your own sovereignty. That means where you learn to um, let your soul essence be the guide for everything. And he's saying um, with siblings that actually other people come into your life, and, and this is the kind of thing we always talk about, other people come into your life to play the roles that you need them to play. And so what the siblings are doing is they are giving you You've handed them the script to play so that they play it back so that you reclaim your power and take your sovereignty back. And so what Eric's saying, when you have a difficult family situation going on, you got to look at what is it inside of me that feels less 
important than them or, or whatever the situation is because they are playing that out for you. So he's saying when you find that situation and take the proper steps to remedy it, those other beings in your life will quit playing that out for you and things things can things can start to be, be better. You can grow from this is what he's saying. Does that make sense? I don't understand. I'm sorry. Okay. So often when other people come into our lives and they play roles that are not very nice, what they're doing is they're a reflection of something we feel or believe about ourselves. So once we address those feelings, you know, it could be a feeling of feeling inferior or something. Once we address those feelings and heal them, other people don't have to play that role out for us. So what Eric is saying, once you address the internal reason that there is this family strife and heal your part of it, he said you're going to feel a lot better and your siblings may stop playing out those roles for you. That's good. All right, so what is our, our heart. Wait, what's your next practical step? And then we'll go on to the another caller. Yeah, because uh, uh, I need the, I need some help on following uh, what I have to do because right now I'm going back to school. I'm filling my what I need. All right, so Eric, what is the next practical step in her life? Okay, he's saying keep doing the steps you're doing, and also work on your spiritual growth with it. He says. Start How? practicing forgiveness therapy. Oh. He's saying the people who oh. offend you and hurt you, he's saying, um, he's just using this for me because this is something I'm very familiar with. Just keep praying for them every day. Oh, okay, I know yeah. in some cases it may sound counterintuitive, but often what it does is it helps that other person. It, like it'll brighten the situation so they see what they're doing. Yeah, and you don't have to do it to so them. That's his advice. You, can do it, you do it silently in your head or out loud yep. where they can hear. Right. I mean, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You do it for you, not for them. It's exactly. for you to heal you. Right. All right, so this well, is I'm doing it almost every time. I'm doing it almost every time. Please help me with this. And then when it's done, I'll thank them. Thank you for my day. And, you know, I'm always no, no, thanking no, no, no. I'm always saying I know, but but he's saying pray for the people you're at odds with, and that that okay. will, even if it's remotely, that will raise their vibration so they can see the errors of their way and 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 so on. Mm-hmm. All right, and well, it'll, I make you, it'll make you even. It'll it'll counteract your your feelings, and you'll feel exactly. better. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Well, if there's some, uh, excuse me, if there's something else, please, uh, Elise, uh, write me down. Um, Diane, we, we communicate sometimes. Oh, I mean, I, I don't channel uh, Eric for people, so you probably have to, just, like, um, talk no, to one of the if there's something, like Huh? If there's something, uh, if there's something that can communicate with me, uh, we communicate sometimes together. Yeah. You yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I, I think you need to talk to Eric or your guides through a medium, not through me. I'm just little me. That's right. Yeah. I'm trying All right, to, darling. But, uh, thank you. 
Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. I talk to her from time to time. She's a sweetie. Uh, okay, we got somebody from the 519 here. What's up? How you doing? Hello? Are you in a car? Driving, perhaps? Anybody home? Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hello. How are, how are you? you doing? Yeah. Good. How are yeah. You doing? Oh, good. You got. Me. Good. You got me. Uh, yeah. My name is Lisa. Down. I'm. Um, you can hear me, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, I'm Lisa. I'm from Canada. And, okay. Uh, cool. What, cool. My question uh, for Eric is: uh, My brother-in-law committed suicide last year, and is. Um, but I want to know first of all: Is he okay? Yeah. Um, and and what was and what was the major reason why he did it, and um, and not, and and any messages for us for his uh, family. Okay. Well, what's his okay. first name? Um, what's his first name? His first name is Dave. Dave. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So Eric is saying um, he he's getting help. And working through his issues, he's he's got his energy with him. Um, and so I'm asking Eric what the situation was, and was okay. Um, what I'm getting very briefly is an underlying depression. Um, very okay. homesick and homesick for also feeling like yes, homesick for heaven, that is our true home. Um yeah. and and so he's you know, he is feeling better, he's there, but he's he's working on the issues that led him to feel sad and take his life in the first place. He's making me feel like um Whatever was going on, he felt like the situation was, it felt so desperate to him, he felt like that was his only option. And I think what he's saying, and I'm getting goosebumps, is he felt that that was his only option that he had to make the pain stop, what to was make it the sadness stop. Was it Was it on impulse? Let me see. Eric's saying yes. All right. What, Eric's what? saying Eric is saying there had been thoughts of it before that were not given as serious attention is what I'm feeling like. But that this time there was an impulse and yeah. Was there um, a trigger? One specific event that triggered him this time? Oh, you're asking me? No, 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 I'm asking Eric or um, him. Sorry. Dave. Dave. <laughs> oh, if you want to share, that's fine, too. That's yeah. Fine. yeah, if you want to share anything, um, I'm kind of feeling like there was, like, a straw that broke the camel's back that wasn't, um, it wasn't, like, this big, huge thing but that there had been, like, a pile-up of things, and it was, like, one more thing I just can't, like, that kind of feeling. 
Was it something like that at all, Lisa? That, yeah, I, I, I kind of think I know what he was talking about. But did he suffer from PTSD? He was a cop for 30 years. So I want to know if he oh, suffered PTSD. Yeah. yeah, Eric is saying yes. He just hit the nail on the head. Well, was that the main because, cause of suicide? Or did he suffer well, from anything else? Well, there were some issues that happened near the end of his um, career and his retirement. But I, I, I guess I kind of want he had this depression, like, for a long time because he was very reserved and quiet, never talked to anybody. So I just want to yeah. know this was, like, he had for a long time. And this just, like you said, the straw that broke the camel's back and he finally did it. I'm sure to sound yeah. like that. Yay or nay, Eric? Eric is saying, yes, yes, it was going on for quite a bit of time, unrecognized. Um, he didn't know how to share his feelings, and he's also making me feel like he felt like if, if he did, it would be a burden to other people. And so he's making okay. me feel like he kind of kept it all in. Okay, last well, question. Just... Last question I want to ask before we go on. Wait, wait, last question before we go on to another person, because it's usually only one yeah. One question per customer, but uh, um, any messages from him, from Dave, and then we'll go yeah, on. Yeah, great question. Yeah. He he loves you all. Okay. He is he's sorry for what he put you through, but he's found the peace that he was looking for. He wants anything, you to know that. Anything specific? And he's working on his role. Oh, good. Anything I'm sorry, more cutting out? I'm sorry. Anything specific um, for anyone in particular? I don't pick anything up. Anything more specific? What about you, Eric? Can you pick up something from him that's more specific? It's so hard. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what Eric is saying is that he's kind of learning right now. And so he is learning how to communicate with his family and how to let you guys know when he's around. Good. And so the other thing, oh, and Eric's saying so a specific thing is to um, just, you know, suicide it is a really heavy, heavy burden to the people left behind. He said, just keep doing your healing work and your grieving work um, because as you release this and get more clear, it'll be easier to make that connection. Oh, yeah, he can communicate easier. All right, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he thank loves you so his family. Thank you so much. You're thank welcome. You so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Eric says bye. Oh, it's hard to be, you know, first responder. It's so difficult. I know. Hi, everybody from 305. Hi there. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you guys? Of course, you're doing great. I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. (laughs) What is your first name and where are you calling from? My name is Eileen and I'm in Florida, South Florida. Oh, nice. So what you got? So um, today I committed, committed, I committed to a big festival that I'm going to be in. It's a home show, not this weekend, the following weekend. And I wanted to ask for God to send me 
people that are going to come and be absorbed into my paintings and buy them. And I want to know if it's going to be busy, 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 profitable. Will there any be like commissions coming in? Because I want to take all of that in. My business right now is like quiet, slow, and I'm trying to be creative. And I've been doing this for 50 years. And wait, I, have you heard of um, Marie Cassou, the artist? No. no. She has a book called Point Zero or something like that. Her whole thing is that if you want to be profitable with art, then you, can't, you cannot focus on the end result or the bottom line. You have to purely focus on the process. Well, and, I've know, been doing my art since I'm eight years that. old. I've been doing oh, it since I'm eight years old, and I and I always have done it because it Good. tells me to do it, and that's Good. my purpose. And I travel around the planet, and I serve the people, and I yeah. make prints, and I make originals, and I do commissions, and my works in hospitals and hotels and resorts. Oh my God, girl! Yeah, so, I wish I had a lick of that talent. So, Eric, tell me what? How can how can we help her? Okay, so Eric is saying. That, again, it's the belief in yourself. So he's saying you can easily shift this. Um, He said you are completely capable, totally worthy. Your artwork is beautiful. And he says to start imagining yourself and picturing yourself um, and how lucky these people are going to have. He says really focus on the feeling of your art and your pictures Uh, and what it brings out. And he said said he's going like maybe gaze at each of them and feel that feeling and then just kind of connect with others in the universe and just put it out that you're open to receiving and ask these beings to come forward. And he says just start practicing like that. He said you're going to start seeing some... um, increased in the finances with it. But like what Elisa was just saying, really focus on the feeling and the loving and connecting with the people who come to your shows. And and I think I think maybe I'm wrong. Just feel how your the people who buy your artwork or look at your artwork get uh, just this incredible sense you know, this emotion and this appreciation. Feel mm-hmm. them too. Um, but hey, if you just send me some of your uh, artwork and I mean, you know, the, the links to it, obviously, and um, you know, a URL, uh, I'll take a look at it and maybe we can put it out there for you. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I will do that. And I do. I know that this is opening up all their chakras and yeah. helping them elevate Good. their consciousness to spirituality within themselves. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and he says, just keep seeing your art like that. Yeah. Okay. Just your clients in front of your artwork and just, like, take a little whiff and whiff and say, God dang it, buy this shit because it's going to open up your chakras, dude. Come no, on, come I don't on. do any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, no, I'm people come into my booth and they go, oh, my God, the colors. Oh, my God, I want to live in that yeah. painting. Oh, my God, where is this? And, oh, my God, like go. that. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Imagine the pleasure of them receiving it. That would yeah. Help you really so, and it's um, I think I'm going to be one or th- out of three visual artists there. The rest are product people selling products. But I've I been really so blessed. 
on all the other shows because I'm selling and then I'm getting commissions and I'm connecting with clients I haven't seen in 30 years. I mean, it's yeah. always fun. That's awesome. Lucky girl. Thank you. Yeah. Bless you both too. You're gonna be great. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye. I'll, I'll send you some links. Okay. I'm looking forward to looking at that. Me too. I love color, 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 color. Okay, we have somebody from the 775 area code. Hey, what's your first name and where are you calling from? Thank you, ladies. My name is Wendy from Sacramento, California. Hi, Wendy. Hi. How are you doing? Yes. Hello. Well, I'm thrilled to speak to both of you. And um, I am 68, but I cannot afford to retire until April of next year. I work in a medical insurance call center very mm-hmm. intense, very stressful. Oh, um, I was put, oh, oh, I, I won't even start. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm grateful. Oh, bless you. I need that sympathy. No, I know. So, uh, but I, I understand the business in not as well as you do, but oh it is, my oh, my God. God. You are a saint and, to and, do that. God. And, and I'm so empathetic, and I'm so good to my callers, but sometimes they beat me up. But anyway, um, I I was off the last two days because I couldn't stand it, and I go back tomorrow, and um, I was switched to a new team, and uh, the supervisor's name is Darla. Uh, The team lead is fabulous. Her name is Marina. I've learned so much from her, but I I, I might have the opportunity. I asked um, uh, Tammy. She's a, she has an important position. If I could be moved to Amanda's team, and Monica's the team lead on that. Monica is very nice, too. And basically, I like where I sit. It's off in the corner, kind of darker. But quite honestly, this is about longevity because I need to. The longer I wait to start my Social Security, the higher it will go. So I'll have more money for groceries. If I sure. can just hang on to my job until right. April of next year. Uh, I am applying elsewhere, but what do you all see? And bless you. Okay. So Eric, Eric is saying that either way, whether you move to another team or stay on this team, that you have the power within yourself to turn this around to a favorable condition condition for you and so he's saying ask and put it out to the universe and you know and your supervisor that you be moved and let go of the let go of that expectation and then he says to um start with whatever team you don't want to be on whatever you don't like in it or whatever problems it's causing just start praying for them and just be okay with whatever happens either way he says it's going to be a lot easier for you to either shift your perspective in your situation where you already are or you'll get moved. But he's saying either way, it's going to work out. It's going to be okay. I know April yeah. seems like a long ways away, but he says just hang on and take it one day at a time. And so he no says you're just going to. Okay, so no expectations. Pray for the team that you really kind of don't want to be with and be okay with whatever happens. And the universe will give you exactly what you need, right? 
And he's well, saying that's right. And he's like, saying, go ahead. Will I have a higher chance for longevity if I switch to Amanda's team, or should I just stick where I am? Seems like that was what you But yeah, what do you think, Eric? Um, but, I mean, I'm getting the info. So I'm, he's I'm saying yes, that. there is a better. They're better with Amanda. You, that's what I get. But he, but. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. It seems like it would be like you can't let other people decide whether you're going to be able to handle the stress or not. It's like you need to right. say, eh, I'm mm-hmm. okay with anybody. So, so and so is an Whatever. I'm empowered. I will do whatever the crap I want and I will, you know, react to it the way I want to. Nobody's going to make me feel bad. That, um, exactly. And what he's saying is there's a reason you're with these people right now. There's something to learn or something to overcome. And so just to yeah. be open, he said, practice what you did. He said, once you're over that hur- hurdle, he's saying, like, there could even be better possibilities than, than you're thinking of on this other team that you want to move to. But he's saying there's a reason you are with these people. So there's something that either you are to teach them, they are to teach you, or that you find a way to um, work together and it all flows smoothly. He said there's something there with those people. Okay, what is she here to learn in this situation? And then we need to go to the next caller. Okay. Self-confidence. Okay. That's awesome. And inner love, inner beauty. Inner beauty, inner love. All right, but good luck. Keep us posted, girl, okay? Thank you both very much. You betcha. Because you're going to thrive. You'll do fine. I feel it. I feel it. She is going to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got somebody from the 9510 code, area code, zero code. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. What's up? What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Nathaniel from Sacramento. Hey, Nathaniel. Have you, I recognize your voice, but maybe not. Oh, I'm not sure. Hey, you know, I don't know if you uh, pull cards or just give readings or... Uh... Yeah, we prefer a question, um, especially on a radio show. There's so many different energies. Well, well everybody's, it, different. It, everybody's different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So That's I prefer true. a question. Yeah. 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 What? Did I heard so what? Yeah. What, what question? Question. Okay. Hey, you know, I was looking, uh, you know, for a new love. Do you see me either getting a new love or a new job or something like that? Something new. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Eric, Eric's saying you're getting ready to kind of take off, kind of expand your consciousness. And yeah. he he's uh, telling me that uh, both are in the cards for you. Ooh. And asking That's what I was just asking. You read my mind, Elisa. (laughs) Or Mm -hmm. Eric Eric triggered you to ask that. Okay, so. Probably. Let's see. 
I'm feeling it's going to be the job, and okay. that's where he's going to find his new love. Or because he finds his new love, and that leads to new jobs. So, uh, I'm so confused, as usual. Okay. So, the job first. I'm getting a yes on the job first. Awesome. What does he need to do right now or tomorrow to make that job happen? What are the practical Practical steps are getting, Eric saying, ducks in a row. So whatever you have to do, if you have to get uh, documentation, your, you know, things about your schooling put together, that type of thing, update your resume, all that kind of thing. And he says just start putting it out there on the, on the site. And with everything we've been talking about, let doing? go. What, what hmm? do you think I might be doing? Do you have any idea? I I feel like hospitality, which doesn't necessarily mean you're like at a hotel hospitality, but whatever you're in, you're like uh, the the first contact when somebody comes into whatever business it is, you get them all set up and you're kind of almost, Eric's almost making me feel like you're like a guide to whatever you do. And it's like a hospitality thing to start. Right, man. So will he meet his love? in the work that he wants to do? Eric's saying that's a strong possibility, but there's more than one. But that's a very Ooh. strong possibility. But you got to realize other people's free will, so it may not happen that way. It, could happen, right. it can happen um, many ways. So. Oh, my God. Somebody in my house is, like, printing out shit right here, and the printer is going crazy. You got Pretty stuff is making noises. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. All right, let's go on to the next I person. Can't do it. We got someone from the 910 area code. Hi there, how are you? Hello. Hi. This is Belinda from North Carolina. Oh my God, Belinda, where have you been? I've been on a little downslope lately. I keep oh, losing baby. family members. I lost an oh. uncle last week. I'm so sorry. We miss you. I miss you guys, and I'm so thankful you're a strong woman because if something would have happened to you out there in that wilderness, it would have torn me up. Oh, baby, I won't I cried that. for a while. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to tell you, I screamed for a while, and I shivered for a while. But, yeah, baby, you're, I miss you. You're strong. <laughs> What's going on, girl? What you got for I us? I just lost. See, if my guy here had any messages for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Where, I, you uh, cut out if who had any messages. Either her guide or maybe Eric, anybody, whatever, whoever is oh, going to give. Guide. Oh, okay. Eric is one of my guides. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so... All right, so Eric says, um, and you said it when you first started talking, that you felt like you were kind of on a downward slope recently. He's telling me to hang on. That's about to turn around for you, that things are going to start looking up. He's saying, um, what is he saying? 
He's saying, he's telling me to tell you to take care of yourself and start nurturing yourself. He's telling me that you, um, feels like you're putting out more than you're taking in. Yeah, that's so Linda. Slow down, start loving yourself. And he's saying everything is really going to be okay. That's great. He's, he's saying it, yeah, he's saying it has been tough, but hang on, things are about to start shifting for you. Well, Eric, can you and can he, you once in a while go there and give her a big old hug? Sit with her when she needs you. He says, "Can she feel it?" He said, "I just did." I just got goosebumps. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I know my granddaughter started reading this book, and I was talking. We were talking about it over the weekend. I said, "Well, it's probably here. You'll knock on something." And they said, "No, somebody knocked on the wall." <laughs> oh my gosh! My grand, my granddaughter's eyes got big. She started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, he mm-hmm. has your back. And then one more question I want to ask Eric. Eric, you said. She needs to take care of herself. Tell me one thing she could do, one practical thing that she could do to do that. Okay. Take time every day, starting slow, but do one thing that you love to do. Do something just for you every single day. Start nurturing yourself. Start loving yourself. Make yourself your number one priority because he's saying it's like, a, a, you know, like they tell you on a plane to put your oxygen mask on before you start helping others. He said if you burn yourself out, you're not going to be able to help anybody. That's right. And, and yeah. I know that is not in your nature, just like it's not in my nature. But it can be just simple. Light a candle uh, by the bathtub when you, you know, take a bath. It can be very, very simple. So, all right, Melissa. Stranger, girl, okay? I love you. I love you, too. Oh, Eric says love you. Take care. Take care of that girl. All right, you got uh, maybe time for a couple of more. 770, Erica, what's up? Hi. Uh Hello. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. I'm Louise here in Georgia. Hey, Louise in Georgia. What you got? For Eric. Oh, or Kim. I, what Eric got to say for me, what Eric, Eric has a message for me, and it is about, um, what is the topic today? Um, um, I, I unexpected income. Yeah. Unexpected yeah. abundance. Yeah, what, what Eric had to say for me about that, because when I was a baby, my mother um, explained to me, um, told me rather, that um it it was prophesized. Someone prophesized over me uh, when I was in her arms that I would be a wealthy woman, and I was like, and I thought, whoa, this maybe I should ask Aaron what what's the hold up. So maybe now that she told you that you've had this deep seated expectation that has been blocking that from occurring. I I I um I I don't think uh, well I I don't know because. Um, she told me that years ago, and and okay. uh, and I don't maybe maybe there's a deep seed, uh, but I don't think about it, and it came up in my spirit when I heard you guys talking about abundance. 
Okay. So, Eric, uh, briefly, what can you tell her? Okay. Um, I'm asking if there's... Okay, so he is saying that you're not going to really have to worry about money and that you should not be worrying about it. Um, But as far as holding out an expectation for a large sum or winning a lottery or that kind of thing, he says that would actually block it. Um, But he's saying to tell you to start feeling blessed, like we were talking about earlier, blessed with what you have. And he is saying that there, there is more out there for you, but that you have not put yourself in alignment with it, is basically what he's saying. Oh, he's not making me feel yeah. like you're going to be a millionaire or anything like that, but he's making me feel like you there's more available for you, but you're just not seeing it and taking it and utilizing it. So how did what you put saying. it in alignment with it? Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a good um, question. The gratitude, yes. Gratitude. And he's saying, he's saying gratitude. Everything we were talking about, gratitude, declutter. He says yes. when if you go to pay a bill or something to that effect, don't fret about it and saying, oh, I got to give him this money and blah 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 blah. A lot of people do that. Pay that bill with gratitude that you have the money to pay it. That's true. And that is, what I, he, that is what I I start doing. In fact, when I would write a mm-hmm. check out, I would, in the memo area section, I would put, I would write, thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, he was showing me like a smiley face. He was showing oh. me that memo, a smiley face. And he's saying, just start being really grateful because he's saying there is more abundance that want, that's coming to you and for you. You just got to put yourself in alignment of it. But don't have that expectation of a big waterfall. He says, maybe you'll get one, maybe you won't. But if you, yeah, but you know, if, if you have it. that expectation, yeah. even in the back of your yeah. mind because of what someone told you, he said that could be a block. Okay. Yeah. So let's go so with gratitude. You can millions if you undo that block, you can have millions. Okay, girl? Bobby? Uh, it doesn't mean that you can't, can't oh, have I millions. Understand. I, I understand you, what wealth is all about. Yeah. I really do. But Good. um, uh, and I'm I'm okay. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm okay. But I was just, you know, it's always nice to have more. And he okay. says, he says, oh, there's no problem that? there. They're telling me to get oh. off the show because I'm gonna run into somebody else. You guys, I love you. Check out Kim Voice at Embody Dash Light dot com. E M B O D Y Dash Light dot com l i g h t she can do akashic records reading past life regression quantum sessions regular old channeling and eric i love you baby boy and i love you too mom and i love everybody listening at home he says all right bye guys until next bye. Monday. bye thank you take bye. care everybody bye-bye love y'all bye-bye Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.